everybody, and welcome to the third edition of the Alive podcast, the, pod the podcast that you host every Monday. My name is Vichra. Here next to me are Diane Vika. And today we have the topic of vulnerability. Before I start, please give me some kind of sign, emoji, heart, um, high fives, so I know that everything with the sound is working good, that you can hear as well, that you can see as well. Um, and while we're doing this little technical check, um, I can tell you a little bit more on the topic today. As every time um, we, you actually, decide uh, what, what is the topic that we're going to talk on. Perfect. Okay, everything is working, I see. Um, so after every podcast, we have a poll on which you can uh, vote. And the topic that we have for today is vulnerability and how this can improve um, our human connection. I think it's a super interesting topic, which is very related to feelings of shame, of unworthiness. Um, and sometimes it's maybe said that it's a weakness, uh, but at the same time, uh, it could be a great strength. So I'm very much looking forward to see uh, what's gonna come out of our podcast today. Um, we try to do a collaborative space here, so feel free to um, talk to us, don't leave us alone. Um, I intentionally said that you are the host of our podcast because we want you to ask as many questions as you feel like and really contribute to the conversation that we have here. Um, we're gonna be around for something like an hour, so be as active as you feel like uh, or just make yourself cozy and you can listen to our thoughts and tangents that we have on the topic of vulnerability. Hi everybody, I see you joining, that's great. And now I'm gonna give the ball or the word to Daya and she's gonna tell us more about Life Design Circle. Thank you, Vic. Hey, everybody. Welcome to our small space also from Copenhagen. Um, we are, as Vikra said, we are Vikra, Vika and I, and we are the creative minds behind the Life Design Circle, a project that we really, really care for and we embarked on this journey this year. So it is uh, actually an example of how we are giving like making ourselves vulnerable as well to be more bold and loud about this project it's a community it's an international global community or we hope it's going to be an international community of curious minds who want to explore uh, life in a different way and tackle their uh, life problems in different areas creatively by using tools that we adapt from the fields of innovation and by applying an entrepreneurial mindset um, that means we work with um, what we have right now today and we dream big, but we also put an effort to make our dreams come true. So if you want to know more about us, you can follow our page and uh, reach uh, to us anytime. Mm -hmm. And yes, we're very excited to talk about vulnerability today in a live podcast. And what is a live podcast, Vika? So a live podcast started uh, to create a space um, for you guys and uh, where we can all get together and share our perspective, our thoughts, our experiences to learn from each other. Um, so as we said, we're striving to make it as a global community. So we're super curious where you guys are joining from. Mm. So let us know uh, where you're right now and where you're watching from. And uh, it's a safe space. Um, so please uh, feel it's a space for you to share. Um, we also um, want you to uh, contribute as much as you feel like. So feel free to jump in, jump out anytime. 
and it's a safe space so therefore we also respect you to be uh, expect you to be respectful and uh, non-judgmental towards the other people uh mm -hmm. yeah so thank you for joining us and um as usually maybe we'll start from little chicken how do you feel today um Vihra, how are you <laughs> <laughs> um hi everyone maybe first to say i'm joining from bulgaria right now this is where i am quarantined or like half quarantined right now um and today i feel very excited for this topic because it's something that uh, vulnerability is something that i learned very naturally from my mother um and it was something that was always a part of me but then the the, the moment where i started facing real life uh, sometime I was having like a hard time understanding why um, people are not sharing as much as I am or like is it weird I'm, am I being too much um, so I really like um, that we are that people chose for us to open this space and really have today have the conversation um, so yes I'm excited um, and it would be lovely to hear um, yeah more stories from around the world around this topic Super. I'm also very excited about the topic, um, primarily because I think it's a very important topic to talk mm -hmm. of. Um, I, I'm also very grateful that uh, our our audience chose it uh, in the poll last time, as we have a usual poll every time to choose the next topic for, for the podcast. Um, that means that also other people think it's relevant, which for me it will be super curious, like why do they think it's relevant? And you can always share in the comments below. Mm -hmm. um, and why I think it is important, it's also one of the reasons why we are doing this podcast um, is to open this space for um, different types of topics that are not so common in the public space or not so commonly discussed for one or the other reason. Either it's too uncomfortable or um, it's a taboo topic or it's something that everybody thinks it's clear what we think about it but do we really or it's based on assumptions um, that are just swirling around the public space so i really want to what i expect from today is also to um, demystify some of the assumptions that are going around the like this kind of uh, complex topic mm. In order to do so, I really hope that our hosts, the audience today, are going to be active and going to challenge us a little bit with their own thoughts on the matter so that we have a like fruitful discussion and we really go out of this with some insights. Yeah, I feel the same. Um, it's very valuable to have you guys joining us here today because we are a self free of us tend to discuss different topics, um, but sometimes we, we see like we're quite similar and it's also interesting to see the other perspective uh, from other people so it could maybe challenge our own perspective in this way uh yeah on this note i just wanted to say hi to people i can see Luis eva with us i don't know if i pronounced the name right maisie maisie grace and then annabella and marianne and then we have Ruba also joining us <laughs> hi guys uh yeah so maybe from here we can move on to the topic maybe we can say um a couple of words yeah. like what does the dictionary says about vulnerability what do we know about it mm -hmm. hmm. i don't know what the dictionary says um but i know that um one definition that really stood out for me uh was from the book uh daring greatly by Brené brown 
And I think when we're talking about vulnerability, there is no way to not talk about Brené Brown. If you guys haven't seen her or um, heard about her, she has a great TED talk. I think Netflix even did a like a whole um, episode on her. Um, so she is defining vulnerability as an emotional exposure. And I think, and also taking a risk. So taking a risk to be emotionally exposed. Um, and I really feel like this is exactly at least to me, what vulnerability is. What do you think? Mm -hmm. I researched some definitions. I researched <laughs> some definitions. Just... I am not uh, the type of person who can jump in actually with a, with a clear definition. But um, it makes sense to me uh, to start with the emotional exposure. I would, I would also consider the fact that it's... Um, I believe that vulnerability is a choice. It, it, like, to me, it seems like it's an interaction with our environments. Could it be social environments or like uh, just being more exposed into public spaces or maybe one or more people? So I imagine it always as a little uh, like arena or like a space where you or even a stage where you decide to go out or not. You can decide to go out with a mask and a dip, like a personality that you that is easily acceptable for everybody else mm. or you decide to take off one of one layer and then maybe another layer and de like depending on how uh, open you want to be today then as much layers as we you can get off your face and then you turn from an artist into yourself um, on the stage um, so whoever is there on the stage with you they kind of receive your vulnerable side and uh, this could be a moment a glimpse or long-term uh, thing mm -hmm. yeah. yeah it's interesting um, but also um, I'm curious what is uh, perception perception of the public on the word vulnerability because I feel there are different connotations it can be positive it can also feel negative Maybe it's neutral for some, but I have feeling mm -hmm. it's one of the other in this case. Um, and I'm curious, what do you guys think? Is it positive thing or you'd rather see it as a negative? Mm. This is a very good question. And I, I also really like to see um, the word as um, like inside the word, there is already the, uh, the word ability. And it's really the ability yeah. to, to share your emotions, I think. And I see it like this. Um, so at least for me, it's not a weakness, it's actually a strength. Um, I don't think that we can say if it's a positive or a negative thing, mm. at least like I can't, but it's a human need, I think. We need to um, to feel understood, we need to feel accepted in the society somehow, to, to feel that we are worthy. Um, and I think that very often um, this is how, yeah, you, you just need to express your emotions. Um, and if it's a good or bad thing, everyone decides, I guess, for themselves. I would uh, build upon that actually and uh, say that uh, going back to the roots of the of the word, it's an ability to be vulnerable. But what it means to be vulnerable is a very individual thing. Mm. So I would I wouldn't only necessarily um, relate it directly to emotions. It could be just something that you perceive as weakness, maybe too much openness or something that you share that is very intimate for you as like a piece of information and then you share it with somebody else so mm -hmm. 
those terms is I think it's the capability of you to open up to a level that is in your understanding more than necessary. Mm. <laughs> interesting. interesting, yeah. I'm thinking is uh, wow, so like maybe sometimes people tend to have an ease in sharing their things. So maybe they don't feel vulnerable anymore. Um, I'm curious if it's like changes the perspective of yeah, when are you when when mm. one feels vulnerable and yeah, for one person maybe sharing some information can feel um, very personal, but for the other person can come more natural. And uh, is it still vulnerability? Yeah, that is actually great mm. a great question. Do we train vulnerability and mm. can we can we share deep thoughts and information about ourselves and still like not feel vulnerable, but mm. actually feel strong in ourselves by just sharing? That's super interesting question. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to explore. But actually on that note, I wonder how does it feel to be vulnerable, to be vulnerable? For you girls here, but also for our host, um, what feelings do you associate with being vulnerable? It's super scary. It's, I think like for me, every time I, I, I face a situation, um, it's, it's just, you expose yourself like completely as if you're, you're completely naked. And it's, um, maybe exactly this, um, being unsure how you're going to be, um, held or like perceived in this situation. Um, and that's why I think it's, it's scary. Now I'm questioning why is it scary, but I have the feeling that, yeah. It's very connected with shame, actually. Like uh, this is something that really stood out for me in Brené Brown's book. Um, she's talking a lot about how, well, shame is like this fear of social disconnection. So you think that some parts of you, if you show them, you're gonna be completely disconnected uh, or maybe you're not gonna be liked. Um, yeah. So you're afraid of this risk, what's gonna happen? When you do it Absolutely. or how you're gonna exactly how you're gonna be accepted and perceived by people i uh, think that also some of uh, our hosts today are agreeing with you to open yourself <laughs> of getting hurt physically or mentally or emotionally mm. yes true um yeah but what about we because now when we say um we are scared about how we are going to be perceived isn't that like focused so much too much on the outcome mm. um if we go a couple of steps backwards then the, like what what is what is the reason that you actually want to be vulnerable what like what are your triggers to open up mm. <laughs> do you think it triggers yeah what would make you share okay. and open up mm. there must be an urge uh, I was reflecting a bit before on that, and um, I think um, maybe I'm jumping a bit uh, over the question, but I'm gonna come back to it. Um, like sharing on the personal side, I think I'm the person who finds quite difficult to open up on personal things. I'm a person who likes to go deep and likes to listen to other people, and um, but then I realize it comes quite difficult from my side, and it's something I'm working I'm working on. Um, so when you ask me, uh, when would I um, be vulnerable towards the others? Actually, I've noticed this tendency 
that if someone's being vulnerable towards me, mm. I have this appreciation to, uh, to this person mm -hmm. doing it because I feel this person trusts me uh, and it's the biggest compliment uh, one can get, I think. So then I want to pay back in this way. And then I feel also I want to share something for, for me, which is very personal. Mm. And, and that's that's how it comes to me, um, the sharing my vulnerable sides. When I hear, when I see the other person is doing the same way, then I'm just paying back <laughs> with my vulnerability. Yeah. Right. So you are the one who is following. If like if, if somebody rolls the bow, you're mm. gonna get the bow and keep rolling. Yeah, you can mm. say so. Yeah. Fihra, I have the feeling that you're on the opposite side of the bow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's very beautiful what, what you said, Vika, because I think actually um, someone needs to do the first step. And when you open up, um, you you create this like safe space where the other side is joining much easily. Um, and I always was the one that uh, opened up very easily. I touched on it like a little bit earlier. I I somehow have it from my mother, um, and I really thought to me it comes as a natural thing, um, mm -hmm. and it's scary, as I said before. But at the same time, I I have a need to do that. I when, when I feel something, I need to communicate it. I need to put it out because I feel like lying if I don't do it. Like lying is maybe a very hard word, but um, it just creates a really nice human connection where you know that you and the person from the other side being in a like romantic relationship or just a friendship, you know where you're standing and you know that you are accepted by who you are, the way you are. Um, and then you can really connect on a much, much deeper level than just talking about how nice anything is, but talking about our fears, talking about what wasn't good, talking about like all of these like mental thoughts that we have the whole time in our heads. Um, mm -hmm. All of us have them. And the more open we are about them, the more we can connect. I think. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah, as we can see, like there are two sides, uh, two triggers, maybe some need to share, uh, so to to connect, and others feel like they are already being invited to connect, and they share back. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I guess that comes to one of my tips on vulnerability, because we said before, if you focus on the outcome, how you're going to be perceived, you get a little bit scared. But if you focus on the process and the fact that you want to share for the sake of sharing and maybe maybe that will become friendship or closeness or um, maybe you would be better understood. If you just focus on this one small little step and why mm. are you doing this? Why do you need to do it? Mm. I think that would help you so much more mm. to do it again and again and mm. try a different mm. person maybe. Yeah, I think yeah. It's a great thing to do to actually to if you notice as I am, for example, that it comes a little bit for you more difficult. Uh, I think it's a great practice to try it out to um, be more vulnerable and open up because myself I found how great it feels. And even sometimes when you share in the moment when you share, it feels difficult and it feels so personal, it's almost like painful. Mm -hmm. But when you let it out, suddenly you feel as the walls were put down. Mm. It's it's crazy feeling because maybe you didn't notice those walls before in relationship with another person, mm. but the moment you share those very private, very vulnerable things, suddenly you feel like even more connected because some kind of thing that was always walked around was removed. So mm. suddenly there is no mm. wall in me too. And there is a channel, right? And there is an, another channel, yes. Another channel, yeah. Going. 
So beautiful. I also think that, at least in my personal experience, it was always rewarding. There is, as I said, yes, it's very scary and it, it, you're probably terrified before saying something or opening up. But then in the end, most of the times, I, I really think that all of the times it was actually a good experience and it only benefited our relationship. But something that I found really interesting, and I think it's nice to touch on this, is that Annabella, she, uh, she wrote that vulnerability is connected to authenticity. Mm. I absolutely stand behind. What do you girls think? I wanted also to touch upon this. So, yeah, it's a topic I really enjoy digging deeper into. Uh, yeah, I feel I was talking a lot, so maybe you want to touch upon the authenticity. Uh, authenticity is difficult to find and so rare and mm -hmm. so valuable, I feel like. Um, there are two things maybe I want to share about authenticity. Um, it is the first thing that it's one of the values that we discovered uh, that we it, they are among the foundation of life design circle. Because we realize that authenticity is something that um, brings us closer together by being also individual. So um, yeah, we actually really appreciate authenticity and we want more people Mm -hmm. who appreciate it as well because we feel that there are so many gifts from authenticity and being authentic um yeah. and what i wanted to share maybe about vulnerability and authenticity is that um <laughs> i think i became one of those rare species that don't feel so vulnerable sharing personal things i am very much a deep diver into conversations i really like um like raw conversations with uh, as much uh, chaos of like emotions and feelings as a stillness of them so for me it's interesting to understand people's life stories their um their worries their uh, joyful moments so um a couple of years ago i realized that uh, for some reason even with strangers that i know for from like Tonight we meet and we, we have a couple of beers and after an hour or so, I have been gifted with a very deep personal story about this person mm -hmm. uh, that they haven't shared maybe with their closest friends, like a loss of a friend or um, like, uh, I don't know, like stories that you wouldn't hear mm -hmm. anywhere else because people would never, would never share randomly. <laughs> like this and I, I started thinking like wow what is like why am I the person who receives those stories like what what like what triggers other people to do so and I realized there there are some factors like first of all I'm deeply curious and mm -hmm. like really curious so I never ask because of just asking like how are you doing today I really want to know how are you doing today mm -hmm. um and then um the second thing is for some reason like this um this opening up of for myself that I jump into deep topics people are mm. surprised maybe the first five minutes but then they go along and they like it and they they see that they can trust me with mm -hmm. whatever information they give mm. um so and I really value those stories um it never crossed my mind to like share with anybody else it's just an example of how I collect um mm. or connect actually with other people so in terms of that, if the, if I haven't been authentic and I haven't shown my deepest fears and I haven't shared my my story, 
um, I don't think that nobody else would start. Like it's it's mm. about starting up, right? Yeah. Like if you care and if you want to have those stories, then um, then yeah. you sh should start first. Um, um, bold one. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I like what you said and I completely agree. And I think uh, I'm sometimes being on the other side when the other person creates this space. But also notice similar thing uh, with my relationship with people that I realized people feel very comfortable sharing things with me. And I was wondering for some time, like, why it's so? Like, what makes them feel so comfortable? Because as I said, I find it as a big compliment and I really value when people do so. Mm -hmm. And then I was realizing that it's a lot about creating the space, mm -hmm. this environment where the person that shares with you uh, feels your kindness and feels your empathy and mm -hmm. uh, doesn't feel he or she going to be judged. And I think we sometimes even subconsciously tend to jump into some conclusions and then we, or we, we even maybe from a good reasons, we want to give advice. But then it's, uh, I think when someone is being vulnerable to you, we should just take a pause and uh, just be present and listen mm. instead of um, bringing up some conclusions or uh, yeah, giving advices or being judgmental about this. Because when someone is opening up, this is what they need. They just want to be listened and understood. And um, I think that's it, just to have this safe space. Mm. Active listening, the active. art of active listening, mm. and Annabella has uh, pointed it out very mm. nicely. But I also think that this comes naturally for at least, like I know you, I can talk about you, but I know that um, showing like a genuine interest in the person mm. from the other side, and it really, as I said, comes naturally, mm -hmm. um, it creates this kind of active listening because you ask for the sake of hearing, you ask for the sake of understanding more and connecting and to build on this story. And um, I think this is like this genuine interest and really wanting to understand, but not, sometimes in conversations, our ego is coming again and again up and it's trying to, um, I, I think everyone has been into this situation where you're talking about something and you really want to tell like a whole story, but you just start and someone says, oh yeah, like yesterday I experienced exactly the same thing. And you're like, just let me finish. Like I'm here to to, to talk. So I think that it's really um, about, yeah, just being genuinely interested and giving space for the other to be, to say. So well put, yeah, I completely agree on that. For, um, for the people who are joining mm -hmm. us right now, um, you're at the space of the Alive podcast where you are the host and you're, we, we are our guests. So as you can see, there are many people who are commenting already and steering our conversation and we would like to have you even more um, aligned. So we're talking on the topic of vulnerability and why is it important and what type of different... Um, what different types of vulnerability there and what are our stories related to that mm. um, yes so feel free to share a story as well yes if there is one uh, actually I wanted to touch upon the, our survey that we had our question we posted um, uh, a couple days ago um, I think it was quite interesting um, we asked uh, what color people associate with uh, being vulnerable and uh, with some quite interesting insights, also like talking to people uh, around me. Um, I think it was interesting to put yourself in the spot where you're trying to think with different senses, feel, see, think with 
with different senses because mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah i just said think but sometimes it's just not just about thinking it's just by seeing or feeling uh so i'm curious what about you guys like when you tell yourself vulnerability maybe you close your eyes what colors come up to your mind oh i love that i actually read a book once about uh intelligence that it's built upon um also connecting different senses not mm -hmm. only mental intelligence but if you like connect uh, and try to challenge a bit your senses like how do you feel or how do you like what is the smell that you connect with some kind of thought mm. i really love this uh this type of association yeah interesting i asked my, myself the question yesterday uh, when we posted it in in our facebook group and to me directly it was light green and i was super surprised because i i really wasn't expecting this like that this was my first answer mm. And I was like, okay, but why? Like, how? What do I connect it with? And I started like having this inner conversation and a little bit like of um, just analyzing it. Um, and I got reminded that the heart chakra, from like the yoga and spirituality, is green. Um, and the heart chakra is the one that it's um, always like activated when you're opening up or when you feel touched. So maybe this was like my connection. I see that we have. Um, red coming from zafi um she connects it with red uh on our instagram at live design circle um we received white and purple as answers which you can already see like how many different colors we have yellow coming from this pina hi nice that you're here something to, do with, something to do with courage yes absolutely yeah mm -hmm. Did we have actually answers or responses uh, on Facebook? Uh, yeah, we yeah, have. I, agree. <laughs> I entered yesterday and I was, uh, when we decided to put this question, I, I already started to think about this, but then I didn't want to comment as a first person. So I just give it a little bit of time, but I knew the answer. And then yesterday night, I just uh, opened up the post and I was so surprised because uh, two people before, uh, including you, Vihra, you said exactly the same color. And for me, it was just like mind blowing. Like, how how come? Uh, mm -hmm. And also the color that you put, it, it felt exactly like that. And uh, for me, it was like this ye light yellow, maybe a little bit, uh, sorry, light green, going a little bit in the light yellow direction. But it was just interesting how, how come, mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> mm, could have similar association. Yeah. Actually, Maisie was the one that said light green, and I know that she joined us earlier today. Maisie, if you're still there, maybe you can tell us what why, um, <laughs> why it was light green. We have white from Annabella. Crazy, mm -hmm. so many, yeah. I actually have something different from what I see in the comments now. Yeah, I have this um, light blue that was uh -huh. our color code in the first episode. Um, and for some reason, I also thought, why, uh, why should it be light blue? Um, because my first thought would be white um, for the sake mm. of, you know, um, cleanness and, and like a new beginning and maybe openness. But then I realized connected to the chakras that the blue one is uh, here, the throat chakra. Mm -hmm. So to me, mm -hmm. vulnerability is connected to talking and like being verbal about things mm -hmm. um, because I, I think I'm like me being verbal about things is always con like coming from my heart but it's more what do I choose to share verbally and like uh, yeah to share and comment on and what do I keep for myself mm -hmm. so, 
maybe that's that's why light blue. I have a little uh, twist mm -hmm. for Vika. No, go on. I actually had a twist as well, but you were first. Go for it. <laughs> um, something that really stood out to me was a few days ago, I was doing a Skillshare um, course, and this is not a ad, <laughs> um, <laughs> but it was on like doing doodles and drawing and the topic there was how to ex express ex express vulnerability through art. Mm. And this really hit me because I I dance myself um, since uh, almost 10 years now. Um, and I realized that this for me is such a tool to show vulnerability. And when I create um, choreographies or dances, um, it's such a process of understanding what's inside and putting something out there from yourself. Um, and I just wanted to see what you girls and also everybody who's listening to us think on um, putting yeah, vulnerability into art and putting yourself out there through art. Because no matter if you're writing a song, if you're creating, no matter what kind of art it is, it's actually a piece of you and it's going out there. And this is also very scary sometimes. So yeah, what do you think? Um, <laughs> do you have an art practice? Vika? Art practice. Um, I was thinking about uh, two different sides. Um, so once again, it's uh, something that's about other people, like me as a communicator designer. I'm trying to um, communicate uh, the issues that can happen, like in societies, some difficulties through through some some visuals, through some wording, through campaigns. But also um, for me, it was quite interesting. How can we, how, how can we express it? How can we communicate to another person uh, so it being understood the same way? But maybe your question was more about when I create some art, and this is mm. to me. Yeah. And, and yeah, I think for me it was maybe more writing. Um, it's something I started doing recently. Um, um, maybe didn't have enough time recently to continue, but I remember when I wrote my articles. And then I shared it with uh, with someone else. For me, it was this like vulnerable moment. What they're gonna think about is how they're gonna comment on that because it's something coming from inner side. And I think with the writing, it's the best way to express yourself. Something very personal can come in, come out in the words. Uh, so there was always like little fear um, how it's gonna be perceived, but then also mm. curiosity to to see how it's been seen from the other perspective. And yeah, it's kind of um, this excitement moment, I could say as well. Yeah. Could you could you share uh, the same feelings or how you feel? Uh, when you said vulnerability in art, the first thing uh, that I thought about is um, uh, all the art forms of improvisation. So I started mm. I started going to improv comedy shows recently, and I really liked it. And uh, I also tried once to do it myself um, and um, I don't feel very comfortable yet there in this space because it's a lot about um, what you say but how you say it as well and then the, the way how impro actors are really uh, interacting with the audience while things are happening so it's a lot of thinking but also a lot of sensing where does the other actor on stage come goes next and um you have to both follow and lead and just 
sense where where things mm-hmm. are I think you're very exposed mm-hmm. to all kinds yeah. of mistakes, yeah. the biggest failure, to a projector uh, in your face and all these things. Um, however, I haven't experienced so much of that myself because I just went to this one workshop. But I relate to it in the form of improvisational dancing. I uh, started uh, going to improv dance um, one or two years ago. And from the very first class, I loved it. Um, and it is like to some of my friends that I brought to the class, it is quite unusual and a little bit intimidating at first because mm-hmm. it's very much connected to touch. Mm-hmm. Um, not as people associate touch with uh, sensuality, but it's more um, the to be to allow other people to touch you in a way that is supportive in a way that we share the dance floor together and we use our bodies in an explorative way um, so that um, so that it becomes like a, like really like a dance with each other but we allow each other to explore our our bodies and relations with the environment as well so it's very interesting there are a couple of connections uh, vulnerability you're vulnerable towards other people and you allow them to be vulnerable with you as well as, mm. and simultaneously you are vulnerable on your own with yourself because sometimes you put the boundaries to the, the others and say say like okay today I, I feel mm. like I need to explore my connection with myself mm. and this has been the most amazing experience to me um, thankfully our trainers um, they our teachers they made this really created this safe space for us to explore so the more you do it the less vulnerable you feel the more you enjoy mm. it and you actually yeah. really you stretch your perception of body and movement in the space and physicality mm. so we don't really see our bodies as as bodies and i'm a girl you're a guy and but it's mm. more of like oh wow like y- you can uh, mm. you can touch me on the shoulder and i can i can move in, in weird ways mm-hmm. and um yeah, it's more an interaction. So, so long answer. <laughs> this is really beautiful, and it's something that um, also we every Sunday we do mornings of glory, which is um, a morning dance party uh, where we really welcome people to uh, come dance with us, start the day on a positive note, but also be very weird. And I just realized how actually everyone who, I think we had our 11th edition last time. So we already have them for a little bit more than a month. And so many people joined like the different sessions. And it's always this moment of huge vulnerability to show up your, as I said, we're not professional dancers, none of us. It's just moving around. And you do it in front of your camera, in front of total strangers. Um, so I'm super thankful for everyone who actually is joining us on Sundays because it's so much fun. Like I think the first few minutes, it could be awkward if you like don't know the people, but then I hope, and I think that we create um, a safe space where you can just be you. And it um, has also brought a beautiful um, connections and sessions. Uh, I see that we have a lot of comments coming from our audience, so I think we can now jump to them. Alrighty. I like the comment um, that Annabella shares that when she's doing art, she's sharing her inner self with everybody. 
and uh, this makes it quite scary. Hmm. Um, yes, and that we all share a piece of ourselves when we create and share something. And I think this is so valuable as a comment also because what is a, like what other better reason there is to create if not to share yourself? Why is it so scary to share ourselves actually? Mm. Mm. We, are, we do exist for a limited amount of time on this earth and we want to we want to leave a legacy or something that would be mm. will be remembered for so why is it so scary um that that we are actually going to be seen why why should we be small mm. that's a good question um mm. yeah it's also maybe it could be sometimes difficult to share with yourself like to uh, be vulnerable towards yourself sometimes there are things we it's a little bit maybe different topic um but uh sometimes maybe we don't want to touch upon uh the reality because we feel it's too too scary and then we want to just take those things down you um but um yeah with the art i think sometimes maybe we could be afraid of um some judgment or maybe not being understood because it's something we bring out very sen sensitive and um, if someone understands differently or not doesn't understand that we're afraid of this reaction but i'm trying to see why we're afraid of this um where it's coming from there's a <laughs> there's your answer uh, <laughs> apparently okay. there is an answer yeah true i think elisa put it pretty pretty yeah. good it is rejection yeah and it's it, what i touched on a little bit earlier that's um, we're gonna be like we're gonna feel some kind of social disconnection that we are weird or strange or different, um, which is interesting because connected to authenticity, you really like dig deeper. You find this piece that is really yourself, and then you find a way into your art to put it out, and then you're afraid, of course, um, and you're afraid that you're gonna be different or that you're gonna be socially rejected. So interesting. Um, I wanted to touch on something that Zafi said, uh, that every time you expose your art to an audience, even if it's just one person, um, you make yourself vulnerable. And it could be, um, sometimes it brings you a whole other level, but it really depends on the mindset and the way um, it is received by the person or people. Mm. I want to give a quick reminder for everybody who joins right now, that um, we are the three uh, creative minds behind Life Design Circle, and it's a community that uh, strives to to train each other and ourselves to apply design methods and tools and tools from the innovation to do more more in uh, intentional design uh, towards well-being and well-balanced lives. Um, yes, and also we got a very interesting, challenging question here from Petko. Um, if we have any thoughts on vulnerability in art or just expression when it comes from people with cognitive disabilities or any other kind of disabilities? Mm -hmm. mm. I, have, I have actually a very interesting story related to that. Yeah. Um, I had a... a a very spontaneous um, conversation with a professor once. Um, we just met randomly in a coffee place and there was no other table I could sit down on. So he was very nice and shared the table with me. So I had my coffee there. And, and I just discovered that was, by the way, a stranger that I just okay. met. <laughs> yes. 
So I just discovered that he's this art professor and he is applying art to help people uh, overcome personal struggles and um, like psychological stress. So that is the first time I heard about art therapy. Um, it turned out that art is being used um, as like the most direct form of therapy that you can have because it first like people with very deep problems on a psychological level they don't want to share they are not open at all and it's very difficult to get inside of their mind and like mm -hmm. even to if you want to help so the only way when you can have some hints and understanding what's happening and if there is actually any progress when you're doing uh, psychological therapy um, it is through the the development of their art so I was lucky enough that I was so curious about the topic and then he opened his laptop, the professor, wow. again, uh, about the story. I don't, I don't know if you remember that it was a professor in the whole story. <laughs> so you got a private lecture. Yes, I got a private lecture and he opened his laptop and he shared with me um, the art of one of his patients. And then he started asking me, like, what do I see in the picture? So I could see... The visual progress because the the way how she was de like dealing with this uh, stress that she had it turned into like more lighter art mm -hmm. the colors were brighter and you could see her getting out of this this um yeah dark place that she was in so that was a very interesting story for me and the first realization that um art could help you overcome so much more than just like you know share um share beauty mm. in the world yeah wow. it's useful and practical too speaking about tools maybe <laughs> well, Diane, thank you for sharing that this was really beautiful mm -hmm. um and i also think it's gonna be really nice if we can somehow touch on how, how exactly do we get ourselves vulnerable do we have some kind of like tools tips any kind of um yeah thoughts on in this direction um do you girls want to start or i think it's a lot about environment um where you expose yourself to be vulnerable it's very important to uh feel safe and um and then a person can feel comfortable sharing right uh but also being bold i think like you should not be afraid of being vulnerable because in the end of the day it's something that will make you understand yourself better and will make you stronger because uh, feeling comfortable sharing things with other people definitely makes you stronger. Um, mm -hmm. I think this I, is... Mm -hmm. I agree, but I have also a little bit of a struggle with, okay, how to how do I get more vulnerable or how can I be more vulnerable? Yeah, be bold. Okay, <laughs> all right. Um, I think something that's... Um, at least helped me um, in, for example, in my workplace uh, to be more vulnerable or to show, uh, express emotions and connect like on a better level um, or deeper level with my colleagues. Uh, it was doing check-ins. And I think that you can actually do check-ins not only in the work environment, you can do it at home, you can do it with friends. Check-in is um, before starting um, any kind of meeting or gathering that you have, if it could be even a family dinner, you, just have this short moment of everyone going in a circle and uh, sharing how they feel today, what's going on. But like what's going on really, it's not about talking the weather uh, or like what if, 
it's really making the step further to go a little bit deeper and be open enough to, if it's a work um, work environment, to say, well, I really don't feel productive this week because this and this happened in my private life. Um, because all of us, we, we are un understanding and um, I think it only can then make other people share and connect a better connection. Yeah, definitely. I totally 100% agree with that. And I want to touch upon um, the opposite of vulnerability, being invulnerable, that mm. is uh, connected somehow to the superhero quality of being always fit and like amazing. So I, I just wanted to say that this could be really like a comic book experience. We are not superhumans uh, yet. Like we strive to be, but we are not. So better share. Um, and coming back to um, to what Vihra said um, in a working context, this is something that I want. I really want to touch upon because it's very important. So um, it seems to me sometimes that vulnerability is only connected to a private life. And um, I would like to give some examples of how you can connect it also um, to to work. So um, leaders, for example, there. I believe that there is this myth that a leader means being not very very vulnerable, but strong and independent and persistent in what like in whatever direction they go. So everybody else is following and they know the direction. But I um, I have seen leaders who have for the reason of opening up and sharing with their um, with their team, they actually connect so much better on an individual level with the team that they mm -hmm. have stronger team and stronger connection and a stronger sense of direction of where they're going. Um, mm -hmm. Because if you if you want to be an individual doing your own thing, that's one one thing. But if you want to be part of a team going towards in a, in a specific direction and following like wanting to build up something bigger then i think it's very important to open up and share and um give the space for doubt give the space for um looking for improvements and mm. the, the, here is this little moment that um this gap of not being perfect as a person or like as a, as a leader um, gives you the space for discovering what is there more to explore, what is there more to learn and to teach others. Mm -hmm. I think this is a very important gap. Mm. Yeah, super interesting there. And um, I think it's uh, yeah, it's important that we open up, and because uh, the more we do it, the, the deeper we can go. And uh, if we just keep it on, uh, we wanna um, how to say play cool, and then say like we know everything, we we perfect, we're not tired, we are hardworking, we know all the answers. Then we never go in depth because we we human and we we make mistakes and we can be tired and uh, our productivity can be working not so good from one day to another. Mm -hmm. So like if we openly talk about this, uh, I think we can um, we can uh, work better as a team because we're being authentic once again, and uh, we don't have anything to hide and when we don't do this when we don't hide anything we can yeah we can definitely um work better together i think also that it's us against the challenge it's not mm. individual challenge against everybody else mm. we with our challenge hiding it and trying to cover it up with layers and mm. trying to figure it out on our own 
it's us against the challenge um and we are stronger together mm -hmm. yeah. yeah very nicely put and because we will slowly get to uh the finish of the podcast i really want to say that i think um in in the subject of vulnerability we should really lead by example so it's not something that is going to come to you if you don't step out and you don't do it um and i think that building these um communities of vulnerability being at home being with your friends uh, i really encourage everyone from the, per the people who are listening to us right now to um really be mindful about it and know that um if you're next time you're making this step um you're probably opening like a whole new level of connecting with others around you and really do that because um, I think it's rare nowadays. And I saw that um, Zafi mentioned social media and I think it's interesting to also talk about vulnerability in social media um, because we now live in place um, and time um, where we are much more connected, uh, which of course has its um, positive sides but it also can be so confusing we see and experience the life and the thoughts and everything for so many people around which of course as a normal human beings we start um maybe comparing ourselves to them and thinking oh okay if i only see the highlights of someone on social media and my life is really not looking like this um maybe i'm wrong and you get to close more and more and more um so for me, it would be interesting to, yeah, maybe a little bit dig in the topic of vulnerability in social media. Mm. Um, yeah, that is very much true. And social media is the most, uh, the window to social pressure and expectations, no? And like some things mm. feels a bit like the higher expectations of we have to achieve, we have to showcase that we are actually leading a happy life and an enjoyable life and a, a life that we can prou be proud of. Um, I want to um, touch upon a, 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 an aspect that um, Petko also uh, touched upon in one of his comments, um, mm. that among some people and some communities that he's researching, um, there is this um, idea of vulnerability of challenging, but you can overcome this when considering uh, your own personal power. So if you think about who you are and how you can uh, express yourself, that this is the strength um, which comes from the inner inner authenticity and truth. Mm -hmm. um, and the reason why I'm mentioning this is because this is very much the, the like one of the parts of the foundation of life design. Life design is all about discovering and giving yourself more space to discover who you are as a person today not like 10 years ago not how your friends imagine that you are not how your parents perceive you not your even your colleagues but who you feel like you are and you want to be and mm -hmm. the way how we do this in life design is that we discover where we come from where we are today and where do we want to go so this, this journey, we perceive life as a journey. Um, there are ups and downs, and when there are ups, we celebrate them, but there, when, when there are downs, we don't say, oh, like it's so bad that we are down. We say like, oh, okay, we're down. Why is that? What did we do mm. against maybe our inner truth and authenticity that made us vulnerable to ourselves and the world because we didn't listen to ourselves and where we want to go? 
And this is more a creative challenge that we want to explore further by using some tools, by using each other's support in the community, through going through workshops. And on this journey, we feel that it's, um, it's just a better way to be more intentional towards your life. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So this was my uh, wrap up of like what life design is about. Mm-hmm. If you want to know more? Yeah, you can always reach out, ask us questions, and um, hopefully we, co- we can answer some of them in the next A-Life podcast sessions. Yeah, I think it's, it's really good that you pointed this out because I think uh, with life design, because we want to design our lives, we want to go um, towards our dreams and goals that we want to achieve in life. It really starts from a moment where you're really vulnerable and with yourself and you're uh, being honest on the things that you want to achieve. And then you step out and you're being bold and very courageous to say, okay, world, I am going to go and perceive this, uh, these things right now. Um, even though sometimes this um, also sometimes leads to like social disconnection. But um, yeah, it was nice that you touched on that. Completely. And I feel like vulnerability, like as we talk about it, is a first step uh, towards it. Because when you're vulnerable, you get to know yourself, you know, what's, uh, where the problem comes from or like what's important to you. And then from that on, build upon it. Um, yeah, who you are, when, where you want to go. Um, and I want I'm very grateful for your comments, guys. Today you are like amazing. <laughs> yeah, true. They're so, yeah. so insightful. Um, I feel like we're going to do something with them and try to capture those insights after the mm-hmm. Mm. Um, yes, but thank you so much for being so active and um, apparently liking the topic. Yeah. <laughs> Super interesting to have your insights and um, you guided our conversation to different topics we wouldn't be able to go without you. Uh, so thank you so much for this. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know if you want to uh, bring another comment we have from Nanda. Um, it's quite... Um, yeah, it's quite long maybe for now, but um, maybe finish up with a challenge for uh, for our audience for next week. All right. <laughs> what could be it? I think we can, we should challenge like not only the audience. I think we should challenge ourselves too. Like we're in together, <laughs> but. Um, mm. I I think I have one. Um, it's not very active challenge though, but maybe we can figure out how to make it active. Um, I'm just wondering, um, can everybody imagine the the moment when they felt most vulnerable? Not sharing the story of like why and so on, but did you do anything actively to uh, overcome this mm-hmm. and what was your tool or trigger like what what made you feel maybe bold to overcome this moment of like fear to be vulnerable and how did it feel afterwards mm-hmm. was it successful was it not so successful mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you can get learnings from both um, yeah. maybe we can like end on a funny note or like a more playful note and see did you girls i'm super interested to hear that had any um awkward or weird moments around vulnerability 
because I mean, it's great that we're saying how amazing it is. Um, but first it's hard and second, sometimes it's also putting you in a hard or awkward or like misunderstanding situation. Mm. Plenty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you're so talkative like me, you definitely <laughs> end up in situations. I think my, uh, the biggest, my biggest challenge and fear is that I have this instant reaction. My body reaction is that I turn like completely red when I'm <laughs> uh, you know, worried or it's not even afraid. I could still have like a very like a flow of speech, but then I turn completely red. And this is something you can't control. It's just <laughs> happening. So every time I, when I feel that I'm blushing, I'm thinking like, oh my God, we are on. Now it's on. Now it's cool. I try to balance it out with either talking more or just making a joke out of it. Out mm. of it. <laughs> I love this. For me, I can totally relate because it's not blushing but it's my body language I just have no control over my body so the moment that something weird or awkward happens I like start sitting <laughs> in a very weird sometimes even painful way and I can't even control it mm. so yeah and then that makes the whole situation even more awkward like I can't even go on <laughs> yeah I can actually work the other one like sometimes I can just freeze because I don't know how to react on that <laughs> And I feel like super stiff and uh, yeah. So there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Right. I think we can slowly wrap it up. Thank yeah. you everyone for joining today. It really is so much um, nicer when we have these conversations mm -hmm. in a bigger circle and we really didn't feel alone today having you on our side. So thank you for spending um, one hour, hour of your Monday here talking with us. Um, as I said in the start, I really think that uh, the topic of vulnerability is incredibly important. So it's nice that um, we touched on it today and keep it in your hearts, in your minds and try to, um, yeah, be brave. And um, we need more people um, opening up. We need more people being authentic. So I can only encourage you to do that. And that's why we're here. Um, yeah, thank you for so much for joining from my side. And I can pass the girls yeah thank you guys for being with us today it felt uh, very interesting to hear your perspective and uh, hear your thoughts um but yeah as we as it was you who decided upon the topic um it, it won against the other two topics also i wanted to make as a reminder uh, every monday like for every every topic uh, it's being chosen by you and we put up the poll on our page uh also on the facebook event uh, so it's going to appear there in a couple of minutes after we finish here. Uh, so please go there and just uh, tell us what is what you're interested in. What is your topic for, for our next session? Yes, thank you from my side as well for the for the amazing comments and then the like the yeah dedication of this one hour. We really felt cozy and, and mm. we felt being with other people. Uh, which makes it so great to make this podcast. Um, yes, on my note, I would like to say, don't forget that, yes, vulnerability is, um, like, we are not superhumans yet, but because we choose to put ourselves in uncomfortable situations to learn and to train this ability to be vulnerable, 
that's why we grow and um, that's why we transform. And um, if you want to be one of those people who move forward and like say yes to growth and progress, then you might consider just intentionally putting yourself in uncomfortable mm -hmm. situations and out of your comfort zone. Um, mm -hmm. And on that note, just be bold and do whatever you feel like doing today. <laughs> but do it today. <laughs> Let's end with a, like some kind of body sign of love and vulnerability. Uh, oh, I'm appreciation. <laughs> okay. Bye. Have a great evening, everybody. See you. Bye-bye.